Hey, Take 3 listeners, it is Jordan here, and I first wanted to say that we here at Take 3 know that there are other podcasts you could be listening to during this period of isolation, but we do thank you for choosing ours. I'm sure that you are well aware of the state of the world at the moment, and there's a lot of what-ifs and unknowns and how do I know what to trust happening right now. And I wanted to offer just a bit of relief before we start this episode. I am an avid listener of the podcast called This Week in Virology, or TWIV for short. Uh, And if you're looking for a trustworthy source, TWIV releases weekly episodes covering updates with COVID-19. They pride themselves on putting data first and sort of dismantling conspiracy theories if they aren't backed up. And they have a batch of experts from the field every week to deliver current events. Now, the podcast usually focuses on discussing like current events with epidemiology and virology, but over the last few weeks, they've solely covered the coronavirus. I trust them to provide the facts and recommendations on how to navigate this difficult time, and you should definitely uh, give them a listen, and you should tell them we sent you. Again, they are This Week in Virology. Pretty sure they're on all major podcast apps, uh, but they're also online at at microbe.tv slash twiv. Again, that's microbe.tv slash T-W-I-V. Hope that helps. And now I'll stop talking so you guys can listen to the episode. Thanks for your support, guys. So I think this might actually be the most important episode we've ever done. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. We are doing something today that I encourage you all to do. If you are fortunate to uh, have your mother in your life or a mother figure in your life or just a a strong woman who has influenced you in some way, we encourage you to do what we're about to do, which is basically we're going to, we asked our moms their favorite movies and we're about to watch them and discuss them and try to maybe assess why our moms like these movies. It would be a different kind of discussion if it weren't these two movies. You know what I mean? Like if our mom's favorite movies were like Citizen Kane or something like that, it would be, (laughs) oh, we totally get it. We're going to pay respect to it. And okay, for the record, I love the two movies that our moms love. But, um, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this a little bit. My mom's favorite movie is Practical Magic. Uh, Upon much poking and prodding after I told her, I was like, mom, I I really need to know your favorite movie. She's like, I like a lot of movies, Nick, just name one and I'll tell you. And I'm like, no, I need a favorite movie, mom. Um, And then she told me a bunch of movies she kind of liked. And I was like, mom, favorite. And uh, she picked Practical Magic. And I know what your mom picked. And I'm really looking forward to watching that movie as well. So I actually, I asked my mom, because uh, I just saw her recently. Uh, actually, I asked her what she thought of the movie Indecent Proposal, because we covered that for my birthday. And the first thing that she said was, oh, I love that movie. And I was like, God damn it, no. <laughs> no, mom, no. But that reminded me that I needed to ask her what her favorite movie was. And she said, well, it used to be The Notebook. And I was like, okay, well, what is it now? And she goes, um, The Notebook. <laughs> It's like, all right, notebook it is. I didn't tell her that that's what we're doing, so this will be a surprise to her. Oh, good. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, we're going to watch both these movies and I guess just talk about our reactions and why we might think our moms uh, enjoy these movies so much. I I do think that there are good parts about both of these movies. Certainly not my... (laughs) Like, kind of movie, you know, but... um, That implies that there are bad parts to these movies. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think there's some, (laughs) there's some, let me explain. 
for Practical Magic. The last time I watched Practical Magic, I sat down with my mom. We had midnight margaritas, for those of you who know what that is. We played board games and just had a really good time and enjoyed the cheesiness of it. I even asked my mom, it's like, you know this is cheesy. And she's like, yeah, but it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I, I've talked to her about this movie a whole lot, and um, she just really enjoys it. And I understand I think I understand why, and we'll talk about that more after we watch it. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting exercise, and I really do encourage you all to at least talk to your mom about her favorite movie. So I've not seen either of these movies, but it's been a long time coming. I've seen parts of Practical Magic uh, when we visited our oh our aunt and uncle Dave and Alyssa. Yeah. I didn't see it from the beginning. We kind of caught it in the middle and we're talking the whole time through it. So I don't really know the premise of it, but I know who's in it. And I will finally be able to watch The Notebook after, you know, decades of it already being out and talked about and parodied and that kind of thing. So yeah, I'll be in on it finally. I was thinking about this movie too. And I, again, I'm, I'm not adverse to love stories, cheesy rom-coms. There are certainly many that I love and have laughed at and have cried at and enjoyed. These two movies, what I think they have in common for me is that the stories aren't as like enticing to me as the casts are. These are two different casts that have a whole lot of wonderful actors in them. Very talented. I'm just looking forward to this. I just thought we should pay tribute to the moms in our lives. I love your mom. I love my mom. And I hope that everybody's having a very happy Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day, moms. So I can totally see why our moms love those movies. Yeah, I do like that they're sort of in the same vein, but mm -hmm. they are also two very different movies. And I think if we're going to talk about one, we should talk about The Notebook since it's kind of fresh. Uh, we kind of just finished that watching that one, whereas we watched uh, Practical Magic a little bit earlier. I get it. I, I, I understand why that movie has the reputation that it has. I understand that it is well acclaimed. I have struggles with Noah's character at some points, but I mean, you can't argue that the performances are anything less than phenomenal. It was very sweet. I did like that it was a lot more multi-layered than I thought it was. I assumed it had its reputation because it was just like a typical boy gets the girl in the end kind of ending. And I think it was more about them dealing with her dementia than really yeah. anything else. And that I can admire. That was something that I, I really didn't realize going into it. It's a little bit of a um, bait and switch when you realize the story's not truly about Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. Uh, I mean, it is, but like it's more the bookends are, in my opinion, the more important and more substantial right. part of the story. I put my sunglasses on just because I was like, oh, I'm going to start crying and I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> I got like very emotional, but I didn't actually cry this time. But I definitely have cried at this movie before. <laughs> in the past, when we've talked about this movie, I was always like, the only thing I know about this is, uh, you know, it's Rachel McAdams and she grows old and she's like in a nursing home. And I think you responded uh, to that by saying, oh, you know, you kind of you got the twist of the movie. Yeah. So I think I sort of knew what it was about before uh, before watching it. What's funny about this and something I didn't realize, and I've seen this movie like it hadn't been too, too long ago, but I don't know why I remember it being more of a twist. Maybe I like had it on in the background. It didn't pay attention to certain notes, but like, I feel like anybody would have been able to pick yeah. up on that at least an hour in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that she had written the book and that makes, that was a twist for me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really 
know much about the ending. Um, so it was, so I think that being said, me knowing the quote unquote twist beforehand, I still was surprised about the movie. It was, it was cute. I get it. I, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Does your mom like this movie? I think she's seen it. She doesn't think she's seen it. She actually asked me, she was like, can we watch the notebook sometime? Cause I told her that it was your mom's favorite movie. And I'm like, yeah. I cannot imagine that you haven't seen this movie she like has read all those nicholas sparks novels and loves that shit whether or not your mom loves hallmark and lifetime movies ironically or genuinely like regardless of that like i feel like this is very much her movie and oh it's it very genuine much surprise yeah. me if <laughs> i exactly i would but i'm at least happy that like here's one that i really like yeah and yeah. i think you will like as well mom so that's a great suggestion what i wanted to do was to uh, ask you if you could come up with just a couple of reasons why you would genuinely believe that your mom would pick this movie. Like, what are the standout positives for you? I'm going to offer a little bit of a background uh, into my family and my mother. She raised three boys, uh, always surrounded by my boys and testosterone. Uh, but I am the only homosexual of the boys. And I think because of that, I was able to relate to my mother a lot more than I was able to relate to my father. So I think my mom and I have a lot in common. And one of the obvious things is Ryan Gosling in this movie is one of those things. Um, it was hard separating the actor from the character because I it was, it was hard seeing Noah. I kept seeing Ryan Gosling and I was like, okay, well, this is obvious why, you know, this is a quote unquote chick flick. Um, like I'd have a hard time saying no if I was Rachel McAdams. Like I want to like ice cream off of Ryan Gosling. Of course I do. <laughs> so I think that's one of the things. But she's told me stories about how she's had to, for lack of a better phrase, fight my father off of her. Like I think my my dad was very persistent in trying to date her, and she finally caved. And I mean, look at her now. She she they're happily in love. You made a montage for them, and I hate that I don't know this, but I don't remember how many years they've been married. Do you remember? Uh, thirty five years. Thirty five. Yeah. So they've been you know happily married for thirty five years now. Uh, so I think it it reminds her a lot of her relationship. And I think the third and final reason is that it, it I think it reminds her maybe of her parents. Uh, her parents, you know, were together till the day they died. They, you know, stayed together for a very long time as well. And I think maybe that's something that she's striving for as well. Um, I, I think it hit, it hits home for her. Yeah. Even if you're not a gay man and your mom likes this movie, watch it with her. Yeah, it's a it's a very sweet movie. It's the kind of movie that you probably think would be like trash, not really well shot, well done. Just kind of like a meh movie, like a lot of the Nicholas Parks movies that have come out lately. But this actually is one of the more decent ones, at least the ones that I've seen. I've been subjected to a couple of the bad ones because I grew up in a house with all girls, <laughs> although most of them are tomboys. I don't know why I've seen this. Oh, I'm also a homosexual. So that's <laughs> maybe that's why. I will say there's uh, what was her name? Martha. She, I think, broke my heart more than any other relationship in this movie. You are, oh my God. How strong of a person do you have to be to see your boyfriend's ex and be like, she's always been the one, hasn't she? Go to her. Obviously, you know, she's the one. She's spectacular. And she lets him go. Martha broke my heart. She was probably my favorite character in this movie. God damn it, Martha. 
<laughs> you, you didn't deserve him anyway. Go find yourself a better man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she did. I hope so. All right, so do you want to jump over to Practical Magic? I do. What a fun movie. <laughs> okay, let me get this out. Let's put this out there first. <laughs> Everyone I know that loves this movie knows that it is a cheesy ball of cheesy mess. And But it's it's just fun and uplifting and enjoyable and quirky and weird and about witches, which is fun. And it's a good movie to watch in fall. And ever since I was shown this movie years and years and years ago, I've just always thought it was really fun. And um, watching it with you, I just recently watched it with my mom. And it was just like, wow, this movie is uh, definitely full of (laughs) cheese and full of uh, a little bit of a strange weaving tonal shift kind of like it would go back and forth between comedy and love story and horror and Mm -hmm. that's okay i mean you know like the reason i watch this movie is not because it's shakespeare to be honest with you and i i my mom 100 said that too because i was like this is so cheesy right and she's like yeah exactly but that's okay i don't care (laughs) when i asked if your mom had seen the notebook i briefly had the thought like, oh, I wonder if my mom's seen Practical Magic. And I didn't even think to ask her that, but I will definitely ask her and then get back to you guys. It might have to be the next episode, but um, now I'm very, very curious. Yeah, please do. Please do. You're right. There is this sort of magnetism to it. I, I think the cast certainly helps like having two powerhouses. Like, uh, every woman actor in this movie is amazing. Yeah, um, they're, they but, are all very talented. Yeah. You know, being at home and doing nothing. I've been sort of catching up on my shows and I just finished um, Big Little Lies. And if you're not familiar with that, Nicole Kidman plays a character that's much more subdued than she is in Practical Magic. She's very sort of sullen and quiet and not too energetic. Well, and she's going through a hell of a lot. She, you know, no, yeah, lot. warranted. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's a fault or anything. Like she does, she still does a phenomenal job. Yeah, in everything she touches. But um, seeing her in this way was sort of like a fresh take on her and it was refreshing seeing her like that mm-hmm. and it, it almost gave me like amy adams vibes like this 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 like uh punchy kind of quirky upbeat redhead like just yeah i, I loved it it was it was it was so fun it's weird because i wouldn't have put nicole kidman in that kind of role as the bad girl i would have almost thought right. that she'd be the one that would have been the, the prim and proper yeah and then sandra bullock would have gone to be the bad girl sandra yeah. bullock just has this edge to her yeah 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 miss congeniality oceans eight like yeah what's what's the bus one speed oh speed yeah yeah speed. <laughs> i love speed speed's a great movie someday we will do speed y'all I do. We will do Speed. Speed is so good. Uh, I would do any Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. I would do Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, Fair. Fair enough. So, okay, so the pacing in this movie is a bit confusing to me because, okay, two minutes in, they introduce the, that the family has a death curse. Five minutes later, we are introduced to this man who she falls in love with, and it's great. This is going to be great. We're supposed to forget about the death curse five minutes later. Five <laughs> minutes later after that, we are supposed to be absolutely shocked that this man is now dead. And it's right. just like, what? <laughs> 
what is going on? And I, I just, I mean, there's no arguing that. Like, that's a little bit jarring. I mean, I understand that the movie's not even about that. It's barely about that curse anyway. Once it gets rolling a little bit and... um Maybe after they've murdered someone and buried him in the ground, <laughs> you know, you can definitely feel a little bit of momentum going like, okay, this is actually going towards something like it, it's cute. It's silly. It I, is silly, uh, yeah. It's funny. I, I love the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's I was going to go over some of my favorite parts that like made me audit. Well, one part that made me laugh out loud. I had to pause the movie because it was so goddamn funny when they were walking through the town and um, Nicole Kidman's character had just left and Sandra Bullock was like all sad and everything. And she's like, I just want a normal life. And her aunts are sort of like, well, look at these people. Like these people are normal, but they don't have it better than us. And she's, she's pointing at the couple and she says, that man is cheating on his wife with the babysitter and she can eat a pound cake in under a minute. (laughs) It's like, why that was important. I don't know. Uh, but if that didn't sell it, it was the Faith Hill song that came shortly after that. Oh my like, God. That pulled me right in. Like that's nostalgia central right there. And it's like, it's like, that's the cheesiest thing in the world. You know what I mean? And it's like, no. <laughs> Not to me. Well, no, it's great. It's great. Sometimes cheese is good. And in this movie, yeah. it's good. And like, they even tease you because it kind of starts off. I don't even know how the original song starts off, but it feels like, oh, is this just going to be a instrumental instrumental? Yeah. 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 And then she gets up and it's like, no, we're singing this. We're going to actually hear (laughs) this song. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Totally, totally agree with that. Okay. Is there any other things that you wrote down? I think just sort of agreeing with the, the, it is sort of disjointed at points, but it's, it's charming in that way. Yeah. And I, I think I, I get pulled back to the moment where they're, they're doing like the final battle with this evil demon that's inside Nicole Kidman and they're like getting everything ready and they're like filling a pot and with something and uh, you know, there's brooms everywhere and they're like, Oh, we got to dump this water. But like, Throughout this whole exorcism, there's this like bouncy, like whimsical music that's playing. And <laughs> like normally that would be like a weird, bad thing. But I don't know. It's just it's something about this movie. It just makes it sort of nice. It seems charming. Do you, Can you tell me a little bit about why you think that she likes this movie or gravitates towards it so much? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Number one, like I said before, this cast, Sandra Bullock is one of my mom's absolute favorite actresses. She loves Everything that she is in, she's just really into those actresses. Number two, if you meet my mom, you almost instantly realize that she's all about family and she's completely 100% willing to like make you family. Like she's extremely inviting and. Oh my God, yeah. And uh, this movie has this theme of family and sisterhood, and she's extremely close to her sisters. And her sister-in-laws and, and everything. So it's it's definitely a movie about sisterhood and the strength, the resilience that um, women can have when they bond together mm-hmm. with other women. So yeah. my mom being so close to her sisters. Your mom would be the first to drop everything that she's doing if someone asked for her help. Oh, yeah. She, she's absolutely one of those people. Oh, yeah, totally. And I'll cut it down to three. I think this one's more funny. I think that – uh There's probably tons of other reasons that I would think of later. But when we were last watching this movie, I remember specifically um, 
we did the midnight margaritas and we um, <laughs> were sitting there. My mom's a complete lightweight. She's tiny. So like, I don't think she had like a buzz, but you know, loosened up a little bit. And I was like, I totally, I just wish I was a witch. That would be so cool. Right. Like be able to like cast spells and shit like that. She said that. No, no, I said that. And she was like, oh, me too. Like that. So I think that might be the third reason that my mom secretly wants to be a witch. <laughs> she, she relates to these she women. missed her calling because she <laughs> well who doesn't want to be able to like cast? No, you're if you're right. not freaked out by the whole um witchcraft thing or whatever and and this movie does not make any reference to like satan or hellfire or anything like they even say there's no devil in the craft yeah like, yeah if you're not freaked out by all of that and just don't take it too seriously and my mom certainly doesn't but i do think that she secretly wants to be a witch and like again who doesn't yeah, who doesn't? I feel very fortunate that we both have very loving, supporting mothers. But to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. We love you even if we don't know you. Thank you for your service. Truly. I'm also grateful for our mothers. I'm glad that we have strong, resilient mothers who would pretty much do anything for anyone. It's very clear. You really should make sure that the mothers in your life feel loved and respected and wanted and appreciated every, every day. day. But um, <laughs> Mother's Day of all days. And I'm really glad we got to do this. This is really fun. Same. My mom's still like, I don't know how to turn on your podcast. <laughs> so if I can sit my mom down and make her listen to this at some point, uh, mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. And if you get your mom as well, Mama Sato, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. I didn't tell my mom that this is why I asked her what her favorite movie is. Um, so she doesn't know yet, but she does listen to, I think, the episodes of the movies that she's seen. Um, but once she sees this, I'm sure she'll want to listen. So uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day to Mama C. Your mom, so your mom is a mother figure to so many people that she has so many different names that I just don't know which one to, to fall under. But happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to every mother out there. Be kind to mothers always. Yeah. And um, Mom, if you're listening, I didn't say the F word one time just for you. Really? Because she's like, She's like, you cuss on your podcast, don't you? <laughs> yeah, mom, if I'm just like having a conversation, we're marked explicit. Everyone's heard the F word before. It's just kind of like a conversational thing. That's going to affect how I speak the rest of the life of this podcast. No, my mom doesn't listen to this. She, again, <laughs> she, I'm going to have to sit her down and show her this. <laughs> don't worry. Well, did I say the F word at all in this episode? I don't even know. <laughs> I'll bleep it if it is just for my mom. <laughs> Deal.